Welcome to the Epic Vision Zone. My guest today is the perfect person to walk you back to health. She has a BA from UC Berkeley and at age 67 returned to school to become a health coach graduate from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. She is an award-winning author, international bestseller, certified health coach, speaker, local TV host, and podcaster. Her first book, It Feels Good to Feel Good, Learn to Eliminate Toxins, Reduce Inflammation, and Feel Great Again, has won 14 awards. She has since published three more books and a desktop guide to reduce stress with her husband, John. In 2020, to house all her publications under one roof, she started her own publishing company, her podcast, It Feels Good to Feel Good, Future Proof Your Health, which I love the title, plays on RHG TV, Voice America. Today, she is a sought after authority on how toxins affect our lives, presenting at summits worldwide. She is a frequent contributor to Smart Femme Magazine, Success Champion Magazine, Wellness Universe Blog, Consumer Health Digest, and One Red Shoe. She also writes a weekly column for her city's Facebook page on health. She has since learned on her journey that our body wants to heal. We just have to give it the right building blocks so that it can support us. Her mission is to help America become healthy again and to ditch the toxins. She wants to be a beacon of light to others with chronic illness. Welcome, welcome, Cheryl M. Health News. My pleasure. Oh, my Thank goodness. you so much. Oh, I love talking about this. This has become my mission and my passion. I can tell. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you are an inspiration. I, I read that you sold your jewelry business to go back to school at age 67 and become a health coach. And there was a time when you weren't so healthy and in a lot of pain. You said you were girl interrupted, which I thought was very clever. So give our audience a brief summary of how you came to discover your newfound passion at 67. I actually started getting really sick at 63. And the truth was I had been getting sick for 20 years, but I didn't see all the signs. And my joke was always that when the universe wanted me to get something, first they would give me the little tap and then they would hit me against the head like the NCIS slap. And finally the two by four came down. And it. when the two by four came down, I couldn't get out of bed because everything in my body hurt, everything. My muscles and my joints, um, I had brain fog. Mm. I was ex I was more tired when I got up that morning than when I went to bed, mm. and it it lasted and it lasted. So I finally went to my conventional doctor four times, and she ran tests. She finally called me and said, "I'm going to give you steroids, but there's nothing wrong with you." I said, "What are you talking about? I hurt," and she said, "Well, I think you should seek therapy." So I said, I got news. I am not taking pills if there's nothing wrong with me. And second, you may not be able to find out what's wrong with me, but I'm going to find it. My mother had had an odd disease called multiple system atrophy. And I did so much research, I knew more than the leading authority in Southern California for that. And he used to say, who's the doctor? And I kept saying, who's the daughter? Humor me and try this. So I knew if I put my mind to it, I could find something. And I was lucky because I had no clue what I was looking for. 
and I tripped into the functional medicine community. Mm. Functional doctors are trained in the same big medical schools that conventional doctors are trained in, but most of them got sick and couldn't help themselves. And at the time, they were running a bunch of symposiums. So I literally watched 19 of them with multiple doctors, mm -hmm. and they had some themes that kept coming up. It sounded like I had autoimmune disease, which then later was verified by a functional doctor. And it sounded like I probably had something called leaky gut, which I had never heard of. So I decided that's where I was going to start. So I started researching leaky gut. There were two things I could do for myself right away. I could eliminate toxins and I could learn to control my stress. And mm. I was one of those people. I was an entrepreneur. I thought stress was good for me. I thought it helped me get more done. Well, guess <laughs> what? It's a trigger mechanism from paleo days where we got chased by a tiger and we could get away. Well, that tiger almost caught and ate me. So I, my cortisol was so low, I was almost to Addison's disease. Oh, no. And conventional medicine didn't want to deal with it until I was diseased. Mm -hmm. By the time I got to a functional doctor, she went, whoa, we got to deal with this right away. And it wasn't that hard to figure out. But since then, I have learned a whole lot of two-minute exercises. You can do them anywhere. Only one of them takes any kind of equipment. And I break up my day by choosing one of them, standing by my desk and doing one of these little exercises because it lets the steam off the crock pot mm. so that my stress never becomes chronic again. Right. Instead of holding it in, well, maybe right. a little further along, we can you can show us those tips or tell us yeah, what they are. I certainly can tell you what some of them are because one of them I use all the time. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll look at that. But the second thing I could do is I could find where were the toxins in my life? I didn't think that was going to be that difficult. Well, there's right. a huge database called the Environmental Working Group. They're most famous because they put out the Dirty Dozen Clean 15 list every year. Mm, and why, Sorry, can you just repeat the name of the website again? It's called EWG, which stands for the Environmental Working Group. Okay. They have a database of hundreds of thousands of items of everyday products. Mm. And it's not exactly user-friendly and not everything I used was in there. So I looked it up ingredient by ingredient on the product, but I was appalled because everything in my life was toxic. First mm. thing I looked up was my face makeup, very expensive from France. It was a nine on a 10 point scale. Mm. So what's your largest organ? Your largest organ, organ is your skin. So mm. I was literally poisoning myself right through my skin. And then I learned there are no controls on the cosmetic industry. They self-control. So if they had say that they've tested and there's nothing wrong with it, it can go to market. And many of our things that are cosmetics and personal care products are loaded with toxins. Right. right. Um, my shampoo. I, was, I had an itchy head for 20 years. Who knew that that's because of the toxins in my shampoo? Mm -hmm. I yes. was appalled. So what you do is you find things that are high in toxin and you trade them out for things that are low in toxin mm -hmm. and it's doable. So when I was all done, I went to IIN because I decided I was meeting women all over the place who were frustrated and scared and not getting any answers themselves from their doctor. So I went back to school so I would have some credibility to talk about health. 
because I didn't think my BA in English was going to cut it. I actually knew more than I was learning from the school because I had done intensive research for five years. Right. Mm -hmm. But it gave me the degree. Um, and then I set out to help women to give them hope and to let them know that there were solutions that were not just pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. that if they made significant lifestyle changes, my body started to celebrate in as little as two months. Um, yeah. The turnaround of my health was amazing. I so, can see that. Oh my gosh. I mean, you look healthy, you look vibrant, and you're living your passion. There's no question. I want to unpack that a little further down because I know all of our audience are going to be really interested in getting some tips from you as to some of those to uh, toxins that we can eliminate easily from our life and also a couple of ideas on how we can stay healthy at our desk. Um, I wanted to move on right now just to get a little insight into your shift because there are a lot of women who are looking right now, especially in these unprecedented times, to either change up their career, start a business, reassess their business and you already had a very successful business right and what was it like make i know that you had the health issues but what was it like leaving that business behind and moving on to the next did you have any actually or it took me forever to get oh, to the point okay. where so i was willing to sell it see, it's in your story it sounds like it was an instantaneous so let's no. take a look at that yeah no um I had a very well-versed staff. Mm -hmm. So when I, I turned my business over to them and I would go in once a week and just tell them what a great job they were doing. <laughs> and then I would go home and I would dig in and I would do research. Right. But it was, I designed jewelry that I manufactured in China and sold to all the big box jewelers. So I sold mm -hmm. Macy's and JCPenney and Kohl's. And I had a real passion for what I did. I started as a retail jewelry buyer. So I understood the consumer differently than most people who were doing what I was doing. And most people doing what I was doing were male, but the end user was female. Right. So I literally designed jewelry for each individual customer that was right for their mm. customer. And I loved, I called it, I would go and I would meet them, I would get their jungle drum. And then I would go home and design product that was specific for, for their uh, customer. Wow. And I loved it. Um, the, my factory who was in China started off in San Jose, and then they very politely moved to Arcadia, which is where I live. So I was like family with them. I used to tease them. They were getting me a paycheck. I was in their sample <laughs> room so much. They were going to get confused and think that I belonged there. But I had tremendous support from them. And the funny thing is, I don't draw. So I would work with their artists and they would translate what I was talking about to jewelry. Wow, and then, I love that. I love that. Um, when it was right, I would feel right. it. Yeah. To it transition. Like, don't mm -hmm. let that, don't let something like that stop you. No. You know, because that's really a good takeaway you just mentioned there is that even though you couldn't draw, you didn't let that stop you from creating jewelry that might, you know, someone. Well, might and the say. other thing that stopped me for years, I always had partners. They mm -hmm. were always males. And I had them because of fear that I couldn't make it on my own. Mm -hmm. Well, I was doing all the work. And I finally went, enough of this already. Um, I'm going to jump off a cliff like the fool in the tarot death and see if I can fly on my own. And I did. So 
I actually woke up sometime in my early 50s and said that the only person who was hindering me from getting where I wanted to go was me. Mm -hmm. And so what had all this fear been around all these years that I had to have these two people that weren't really any benefit added, sorry if you're listening to this, but really I needed to do it on my own, but I was just terrified to do that for years. And when I finally went out and did it, it was, I never made the same money as I did when I was working for a big company or when I was working with them, but I was happy mm. and I could make the jewelry that I wanted to make and I could work on a heart level with my customers right. mm. in a way that I couldn't before. And so it was very freeing to go out on my own. Right. Yeah, it's interesting because it was more from the heart as opposed to just about the bottom line. Right. And that's part of what I think, especially women entrepreneurs, makes us so different from the male counterparts. Not that there are men who can come from the heart, but we often don't feel congruent with what we're doing, even though we feel it might be our passion because we're being pushed in right. a direction that doesn't, that's really about the bottom line as opposed to what does my customer really need? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, no, yeah. that's where the passion came from, too, to meet with somebody. I mean, I'd have customers say, I don't need your product. Oh, yes, you do. Let's <laughs> talk about this. Because I could connect on a heart level. Yes. And by the time I was done, they were all aboard that I was going to go create this line for their right. customers. Because you made that connection. Right. So and important. I wasn't afraid to do it anymore right. when it was mine. Right. So it was a difficult decision then to transition. It was. Yeah. I know. My husband didn't think I was ever going to do it. But things started changing in the industry. Large retailers started consolidating mm -hmm. and they started disappearing. Mm -hmm. And as that happened, I still had my customers, but they got more and more hostile. Mm. Um, I had one big customer that added 50 new items for Christmas and mm. it was for a drop ship program and I bought them all and put them on the shelf and they didn't get them up till December the 18th, mm. which meant they had no time to sell them. And so right. when I called, she said, well, that's the way it is. You're going to either have to go with the flower that, you know, oh, well, that's not nice. Mm -mm. And yet there were so many of me and so few of them, yes. they really started getting abusive. Either you put up with this or, or not. Yeah. And I started, that was raising my stress dramatically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought stress was good for me. It definitely was not. Well, a little stress is, but not that kind of stress. Well, and yeah. there's two kinds of stress. Exactly. There's yes. There are. Toxic stress that's horrible for your body. Yes. And I had gone well into toxic stress. Oh my, that's terrible. Well, you say that moving, shifting gears a little bit, speaking of toxic stress, you say that self-care isn't for the weak. It's no. for the strong. So what do you mean by that? I will tell you that when I started to learn ways to control my stress, one of the things that happens when you do any of these little exercises is it sends blood to the brain. Mm -hmm. It wakes you up and it actually improves your productivity. It's the complete opposite of what I thought was happening in my body. So by releasing the stress, I actually could get way more done and I got rid of all the worry. I was much happier doing the work. 
because the blood was flowing through my body and it wasn't being blocked anywhere. Right. And so it's really important to learn how to do these things to get you through your day. And they don't interrupt your day. Two minutes is mm -hmm. all it takes. Mm -hmm. My favorite exercise is a breathing exercise by Dr. Andrew Weil, who mm. is the father of integrative medicine. Yes. He actually went to Harvard knowing he was never going to just practice regular medicine. Mm. His mother was a masseuse and an acupuncturist. And so he came out and his dream was to do an integrative business that included all modalities. And he came up with a breathing exercise. You can actually look it up on YouTube and do it with him where you breathe in for four, you hold it for seven, and then you whoosh it out of your mouth for eight. And you do four rounds of that. Mm. It takes less than three minutes. And I know it works because I do it in LA traffic on the way to my <laughs> functional doctor who is an it. hour away. Oh, and no. My blood pressure was always sky high and my pulse was like wild when I would get to her office. It's now I have the best pulse of anyone she works with and my blood pressure is very healthy because I'm doing this breathing while I'm on my way out to the appointment. Oh, that's so it wonderful. calms me down and it invigorates me all at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So it's not for the weak of heart because you need to put action into your Correct. health. It's Correct. not just reading about it and no. talking about it. It's actually taking action. Yeah. You have so, to take action with all of this. Yes. You have to be proactive with your health. Yes. Don't be reactive. Don't wait till you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Start to do it now. Be proactive and save yourself from all the grief I went through because it's worth it. If you eat right, which means I want you to eat whole foods that are organic because you sure don't need all those toxins on your food. You need to cook. You need to eat all the colors of the rainbow because believe it or not, they each have a gift for your body and together they form a synergy that's super healthy for you. And just by doing that and then releasing your stress, your body starts to celebrate. Yes, so if I you start that. to tune in and I now, when I talk to women, I say, when's the last time you looked in the mirror and asked yourself, how do you feel? Because mm -hmm. I do that now every morning. And then you adjust and my body started to celebrate and it didn't take that long for it to do it. I now, love that. The like, pain didn't celebrate. leave that quickly, mm -hmm. but after eliminating, I eliminated hundreds of toxins, literally. And the functional doctor did not run one test that the conventional doctor ran. Conventional doctor checked my thyroid from here to here. Yeah. Functional doctor checked it to my adrenals and that's where I was broken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Conventional doctor checked for allergies. Only thing I was allergic to was the tape that held it on my back. Mm -hmm. The functional doctor checked for sensitivities. Mm -hmm. I had 18 of them. Wow. By eliminating the 18 things that were aggravating my body I got instant relief. It was like night and day. Wow. And that's so, amazing. Yeah. And she discovered yeah. all kinds of things. It was fast. If I was young now, I'd go back and be a biochemist because I'm really fascinated with how the body works. Yes. And we're learning more and more every year. Yeah. In fact, yeah. that's the, the, the benefit of the technology and science because it is enabling us to understand how we function more and more. For example, when you say you're under stress and you do those breathing exercises, because we have a pharmacy in our mind basically right. and that's where the cortisol gets released but first it takes an emotion to trigger that pharmacy to release those so 
when you breathe, you can bring yourself back to homeostasis or a more centered and calm state, which then prevents you from triggering that emotion, which will then not trigger the cortisol. So yeah, and that's right. all new science that we've learned. So I love and it. And there's I'm a brand new book out about it. We were just listening to NPR. There's a new book out called Breathe that I have bought because yeah. the nose controls everything from your sex hormones to all kinds of other happiness hormones. Amazing. So the breathing is unbelievable. And he talked about how he studied all the different cultures that had different breathing exercises and how they all come back to the same principle, that it's the steady in and out with the longer breaths that do our body good. Yes, absolutely. Well, I, I'm with you. I find all of that fascinating and love to learn. Now, a question in reference to your business choice, because there are many of us um, or many entrepreneurs, especially who feel that they get into a competitive field, and I know I've asked this of other, inter, in, other speakers because it is interesting. When you entered the health coach industry, that is a fairly competitive profession. Right, it is. And did that make you hesitate at all in making that? I know no. you're so passionate, but did you ever think, well, how am I ever gonna make it as a health coach? Because- it's still goes through my mind, but I have segmented myself off from almost everyone else because I've become a toxin expert. Mm. And a lot of people don't want to learn about toxins because they don't want to give up the standard American diet mm -hmm. and they don't want to give up the convenience of all these toxic products. And I know that it takes as many as 16 times for someone to hear a message before they start to shift Mm -hmm. pay attention to it. So in the beginning, I was very frustrated by that. Mm -hmm. But someone pulled me aside and said, your job is to share the information. It's not your job how you hear it. So your job is to keep getting out there and talking about it. Mm -hmm. So between the time that I published my first book, and today, I have done about 180 guest podcasts. Mm -hmm. I didn't care if one person heard the message, or 100 people heard the message. My goal was to get it out there. Right. And there are some other people starting to play where I am playing now. And I say more power to all of us, because the more people on a parallel path with me, the more we will get through. Mm -hmm. I think it's what's wrong with our healthcare. 53% uh, of our children have a chronic illness. Mm -hmm. And so we're not, we can't keep up with it unless we do something yes. about this. But I, I like your, your, your um, just sort to interrupt a minute, because I like yeah. what you said about the more people that bring this to the surface, it's the more people become aware, which actually helps what you're doing, not hinders in the sense that there's too many people saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, no, the it more of us elevates. talking about it, we might actually get some change going. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And... And I'm kind of at my own lane. Nobody else researched and eliminated hundreds of toxins. Yes, you're your own, That's your own me. success story. And my second book, which just published, is, okay, this is all ducky, but I don't live in a bubble. Mm. I live in a social world, and I love being social. So how do I do it and not lose my friends? How do I go to a restaurant? How do I go mm. to somebody else's house for dinner? Mm. Because I don't eat like any of them, and I'm not going to lecture them that they need right. to eat like me. Mm. I'd like them 
to by assimilation start to clean up their own lives and the own way that they eat. Mm -hmm. So I share all of my tips. How do I travel by car? How do I travel domestically? I got married five years ago. We've been to Europe twice. How did I do that? Mm -hmm. So that I, my doctor told me that was the big missing link for her patients. Mm. And so she's been after me to write this book for three years. And so it just came out and I added a whole section on nature as part of self-care because I am a huge believer that nature is solves all of your ills. If you're depressed, if you're sad, any kind of thing that you need to rejuvenate your soul. If you get out into nature, it's impossible not to let it mm-hmm. heal you. Mm-hmm. And then I added a section for how to heal our kids, how mm-hmm. to raise children in the 21st century. And then I added a section on how to create a low toxin environment for pets. Because while I was so busy taking care of my own health, I lost all three of my kitties earlier than I had ever lost pets. The joke used to be all my friends wanted to come back as my cat because they lived into their 20s. Well, I lost these guys at 12, 14, and 16. Uh And I didn't realize that the toxins I was dealing with were also toxins they mm-hmm. were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody else to go through what I went through. Yeah. So I researched mm-hmm. and what goes into pet food is really mm. disgusting. So yeah. if you love your animal, you need to read these chapters because it's mind boggling. Yes, yes, that's a definite. I've, I've heard and seen what goes into some of the conventional pet food and it's not very pretty at all. No, it's not. It's and I give you all kinds of pricing options. Right. So you can adjust according to your budget, but being aware of it right there, you're going to take better yes, care of your pets. That sounds like a wonderful book. We'll have to definitely have that link on your, on your bio. Thank you. Thank you. So <clears throat> you wrote life-changing habits from the happiest achieving women on the planet. Now that sounds like a must read for every woman. Give us an idea of what that's all about. That's not the book you were just referring to, was it? No, actually, that's a book that Leah Woodford put out called a number one habit book. Okay. And I'm actually in three of those coming up. Hers was the first one. And we talked about one habit that helped us achieve. And the habit that I chose is something that I learned from retail, which is I try to touch things once, do them and move on. Mm -hmm. Because every time you're rewriting it on your to-do list and not doing it, it's garbling up your brain and slowing you down. Mm. And Leah likes to call me her little overachiever because I move really fast. And I move fast because if it goes on my list, I make a decision about it. Am I going to do it now? And if I am, then I'm going to touch it and get rid of it. If I'm not going to do it now, when am I going to do it? So I'm not revisiting it every day. And what do I need to be able to do it? Sometimes I need to put automation into uh, Mm -hmm. place in order to do it. But whatever decision is about that item, it's off my list the day I put it on. Mm And so you're, you'd be surprised how much you can achieve when you stop garbling your day up with all this stuff. It's, it's and, true. We, we have the wheels keep grinding and actually it adds to our stress. It does. Yeah, it does. Because we are hanging on to all of that. So taking care of your physical health is more than running or lifting. You were saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's realizing what energizes us to tackle new projects and taking the time to do it, especially as we take on changes and challenges in our life. So tell us the philosophy of staying energized because that, 
Well, health is an interesting subject because there are two things that'll surprise you or the top of the list for health. One is community, who we surround us with ourselves with and the habits that they have directly mm -hmm. impact our health. There's something new called the three degrees of separation, whereas the five degrees of separation means that we know somebody who knows everybody we would want to know. Well, the three degrees of separation are the people who are in our immediate world that impact our health. Mm. So who you choose to, to hang with makes a big difference in how you are. And then the second thing that's at the top of the list is mission. You have to have a passion for something. Um, all my friends are retiring and they don't have a mission. And so they're dwelling on all their aches and pains. Mm, it's I don't. Yeah, they, they think I've lost my mind, I think. These are 50-year friends. No, you found your mind. <laughs> I know, I did. I did. But yeah, mission is what keeps you going far forward. And it's right at the top of the list. And I don't know if you've heard about the Blue Zones. I added a chapter to both of my books about the Blue Zones for the people who say they don't need this information because they're not sick. Blue Zones is a National Geographic project of the healthiest people in the world. Mm. And they identified five areas where people live long, healthy lives without dementia. They live well into their 90s and sometimes into their hundreds, mm. and they still have their brains. And they have nine things in common, which are exactly the same things that I talk about. And one of them is that they all are faith-based in some way. They all have a strong community, mm. and they all have a passion for a mission. And mm. then they eat clean. They probably are pescatarian or vegan. Um, they eat lots of vegetables. They make their plate in the kitchen and take it to the table, and they only eat till they're 80% full. Um, they live low-stress lives. They move. Yeah. Movement was a biggie for me because I don't. I never liked to, to exercise, mm -hmm. and movement is critical. It's part of health. Mm -hmm. So I, I bought a, what I call my mini trampoline. I bought a rebounder, and I jump on it and that gets my lymph going which right. cleans out all the crud that's being picked up around my cells and gets it out of my body and it gets my heartbeat going and i like that so you have to find something so you don't have toxic lack of movement right um i was in a toxic relationship when i got sick ah, mm -hmm. he looked at me one morning and said i don't like it that you're sick i said ducky what would you like me to do about that mm -hmm. so we broke up and I took a class from a woman named Alison Armstrong, who believes in relationships that celebrate each other. And mm -hmm. she looked at me and said, your problem is you're trying to fit into his life instead yeah. of making a list and making them fit into yours. So before I left her, I did a list. I went on the old fogey dating site <laughs> and I put out my list. And the number one was I wanted somebody who wanted to go on a get well journey with me. And John answered in three days and lived 10 minutes away from me. Oh, that's wonderful. And he had just lost his wife of 43 years mm. to cancer. Oh. And what he said to me is, I, I'm a statistician, so I certainly can keep you on your toes intellectually. He said, but the big thing is, if you give me a chance, I'm probably the nicest man you ever met. And you want to know something? Mm. He is. But he went down the list and said, I can, I am this, I am this, I am this. But he's a statistician. So uh -huh. that's what he does. Right. <laughs> so he perfect. got it. It was perfect to have a list. <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah. Well, and he now produces my podcast. He edits all my books. 
um, he is like the back end of my business, keeping mm -hmm. me propelled forward. Yes. So we're a team. It's really, it, somebody asked me what the best thing was that ever happened to me. And I said, hold on to your seat. It's that I got autoimmune disease because there is nothing the same about my life today mm -hmm. as about my life before that point. Mm -hmm. And everything is better. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's what they say. Life throws us something and it depends on what we do with that that can make or break us. And I and, feel better than I did in my 50s. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I'm going to run a marathon, for God's sakes, I'm 71. But there are different types of marathons. You're running a mental marathon. Right. And I'm happy. I am so happy. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. You're just glowing. Well, that, that was marvelous information and your energy just comes from you. I mean, you can feel you're, you're, you're contagious. And for women, we're often juggling many things at the same time. Right. And more so if we're an entrepreneur. So I believe that we all want to rise and become the best possible version of ourselves, especially right. when our livelihood and family are directly connected to it. And you so, need your health. In yes. Order to and do so that. that's what I was going to ask you is if you can give us three health tips that can help women become healthier versions or the healthiest version of themselves. The first one is simple. Own your own health. Mm. You know, we tend to think that our doctors and we need our doctors, I don't want to say that we don't, but we call them the who said of the greatest magnitude. So if they say to you, you're going to be on pills for the rest of your life, and there is no cure for what's wrong with you. Don't believe them. Own your own life. Go home and start your own research so that the next time you go back, you can have a robust conversation with that doctor mm -hmm. because you have done your own research to own your own body. Mm -hmm. So that's the most important thing. The second thing is, for God's sakes, cook. Mm. By cooking, you can control what goes into your mouth. Now, I was lucky I had a mother that cooked all of our meals, so I knew how to cook. I just didn't do it. I was eating all of the processed food and the frozen food mm. and the stuff that's loaded with synthetic chemicals yeah. that just do havoc to our body. All you have to do is look at the packaging and you know. Right. And then, and it's, since you're cooking, you're using real food. And my rule about processed food and fast food, if there's an ingredient that I don't know what it is, or I can't pronounce it, I don't eat it. It goes back on the shelf. Because right. if you don't know what that ingredient is, neither does your body. Yes, and your body that. can't use it. So why are you putting it in? You need the nutrients from real food and you need all the different colors. Mm. And then the last thing is you've got to move. You've got to get outside. You have to enjoy and soak in nature and you have to be active mm -hmm. because that keeps your body young. So it, no matter where you live, you can find a place that you can go get outdoors and absorb nature. And there's all kinds of gifts even from nature. I discovered that if you spend time in a forest, they let go of chemicals for themselves that can heal everything from cancer to all kinds of other ails in your body. Wow. And so you just need to go into nature and sit there quietly where it's dense and absorb what nature has to offer you. Right. And when you go into nature, use all your senses. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you are hearing what's there and seeing what's there and feeling 
the mm -hmm. air and feeling the textures yes. because that's all part of the experience and that keeps you in the now. Yeah, I love that. Learn to play while you're in nature. Correct. When we were children, it was all something amazing. You know, we just oohed and awed about everything. And, and kids aren't even getting outside very I much know. anymore. I have a whole chapter about that. <laughs> I'm sure that that will be a whole nother segment. I'm sure right. it's right. not good. I mean, I was from the generation like you, where we were able to go and run and, you know, uh, run after butterflies and bee. I used to collect bees. I don't know why, but I used to collect bees in jars just because I thought it was cool. But yeah, you don't see kids getting out as much as they need. Yeah. To so I, I give all kinds of ways to get your kids yeah. outside. Yeah. Well, those. And those then I have actually one more I want to add. Sure. Yeah. Practice gratitude every day. Oh, yes. I write down three things I'm especially grateful for from the day before mm -hmm. when I get up in the morning. It sets my day off on a positive note mm -hmm. and takes away all the negative stuff that was hanging around you because you've already centered yourself in the fact that you're grateful for three things that are marvelous. Mm -hmm. And then you get involved in your day. And it doesn't take long, but it's so important. Yes. Yes, you're absolutely right. It, it shifts everything mm -hmm. for sure. Well, thank you. Those were wonderful tips. And speaking of tips, going on to the toxins in our lives, what three toxins would you say are some, three of the top toxins that we can easily eliminate to help us feel better? Well, the first one is if you don't understand the difference between organic, conventional, and genetically modified, mm -hmm. my podcast last week covered that in detail. Mm -hmm. I eat only organic. You mm -hmm. don't have to eat everything organic, but look up the clean 15 and the dirty dozen, because if it's on that dirty dozen, it could have as many as 80 toxins on it. Mm -hmm. And they're everything from neuro, I mean, they do they're hormone disruptors, they're neurotoxins. You don't need those as a gift with your food. So start with your money by buying the things that are on the uh, dirty dozen as organic. Okay. And then find other ways where you can save money. Do you really need to stop for that coffee every morning on your way to work? Use that money for organic because it will pay off in health. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. Okay. And then the second place you have to look is what comes out of your tap. We seem to think that Flint, Michigan is unusual. And guess what? Water is disgusting in most cities in America. I'm lucky. I live in a city where we have artesian wells under the city from mm -hmm. the mountains. I'm right up against the San Gabriel Mountains. Okay. And even we have horrific stuff in mm -hmm. our water. There's toxic metals in our water. People put pharmaceuticals down the toilet. Yeah. That's all in our water. Mm -hmm. In Sedona, where my second home is, it's loaded with arsenic. You can oh. get a water report from your city and know what's in your water. And if you have a well, for God's sakes, get it tested. The first thing we did was put a filter under our kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. And that was the water I cooked with and I drank. But since then, we have put a filter system on the whole house in both homes because your skin's your largest organ. So you mm -hmm. don't want those chemicals going through mm -hmm. your skin and it's important. And then the third thing is 
be really careful of cleaning supplies and fragrances mm. because they are so toxic. The most toxic thing in your house are those little pods that you put in to wash your dishes and wash your clothes. If a three-year-old toddler was to pick that up and bite into it, you might not even be able to get them to emergency. They are that toxic. And I found an incredible product that's a one on the EWD scale called Branch Basics. They're plant enzymes. Mm -hmm. I use it to wash my dishes. I use it to wash my toilets. I use it to wash my floors oh. and I use it in my laundry. And it's like this miracle product. And they also make a boost because in the beginning, before they had the boost, I still had some stains on my clothes. Well, the boost takes them all out wow. and they are not poisoning me at all. But beware of things with fragrance because those are synthetic and they are all causing damage to your body, including the one that takes all the fragrance out of the air. It is not good for you. So if you need something and that includes perfume. If you need something that's sweet smelling, find yourself a real organic essential oil that you mm -hmm. like and use it. And you need to cut it down because it's too strong in its natural form. Right. You can use it in a diffuser to make the house smell good. There are lots of things you can do with essential oils, but give up on all those other products. They're wow. just disgusting for your body. That's, that's really... I love that information. I, I find that so helpful. I've, I've never thought of those. The one thing I wanted to yeah. ask you, because you mentioned water. So the conundrum is that if our tap water isn't any good or is unhealthy for us, and then you read all these reports about bottled water. And yeah, believe it or bottled water is less regulated than what yeah. comes out of your tap. And they got so. plastic that leaches into it. Like, where? This is what I do. These are stainless steel bottles. They're $19. Mm -hmm. You amortize it in four seconds because you're paying 1,200 times more for the water and plastic mm -hmm. than you are for what comes out of your tap. So you don't, I will never drink plastic water again if I can help it. Sometimes on an airplane, I will drink water out of right. plastic. Right. I have no choice. But I stay away from it. And it is not only leaching from the plastic of the bottle, but it's putting little microbes of plastic into the water, all of which is poisoning you. And you don't want to be storing your your food in plastic. All yeah. of that's got to go away. You want to buy silicon. Um, you want to be careful what you cook your food in. That Teflon stuff has got to go. Yeah. I knew I didn't want to give up my Teflon pan because I liked that nothing stuck on it. And yeah. then I read that there were absolutely no birds where the DuPont factory is. Mm. And then I read that all those people have cancer. There was a movie that came out last year oh, no. called Dark Water, yeah. where the entire community has some kind of horrific cancer mm. from the DuPont factory that's making the Teflon. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's good for you to be aware. And all of this, my first book talks about every place I found toxins and mm -hmm. what I replaced them with. Because I wanted to give everybody a head start mm -hmm. so that you didn't have to do this trial and error 900 times right. to find yourself something right. to replace it with. And if you buy my first book, I send you a workbook. So you write down what you find is toxic in your life, and then you replace it when you run out of the old toxic item so that you don't go bankrupt replacing everything in your life, because it literally is everything in your life. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, we all need to get a copy of that book for sure, because being an entrepreneur or you're a career woman or even being at home with the children, we need our energy. We need to reduce our stress and we need to 
be, learn how to eat properly, um, drink, water, even lotions that we put on our bodies. Yeah, it's all got stuff in it that you yeah. don't want. You're and your kids deserve it. Yeah. For 53% of our children to have chronic illness yeah. is frightening. Yeah. And they're even, you have to start before you even conceive if you can. The body will respond later. But children are being bored with 287 toxins right at the point of birth that they're getting from the mother's umbilical cord and those toxins are coming from the mother and the, the father mm -hmm. they're coming from both ends so they're starting off with something called toxic load right yeah. from the beginning mm -hmm. and the toxic load when it goes over the top is when you get sick so you want to limit that as much as possible for the course of your child's life yeah yeah oh this is all such vital information so Switching gears a little bit, what do you like most about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. Mm. I am very creative, sometimes to the crazy of creative, <laughs> and I like being able to do it's, what I want to do. <laughs> just passionate. <laughs> yeah, I am not normal, but I love being an entrepreneur because no one can stop me from being as creative as I want to be. Right, right. That's, that's great. Okay, creative. So tell us something about yourself that's not on your bio or resume that we don't know. I got married when I was 20. Mm -hmm. I got divorced when I was 30. And then I didn't get remarried until I was 67. So I spent all, I had men in my life over that period of time, but I really dug in to my career over those right. years because right. I was terrified I was going to meet another man who broke my heart the way the first one did. Mm -hmm. And so, so fear was driving you. Fear drove me. Fear mm -hmm. has been my nemesis my whole life. In fact, it was funny. I took a course in miracles with a whole bunch of people who were Catholic and Jewish. Their nemesis was guilt. I have no guilt about anything. Really? I had fear. And they would look at me and go, what are you afraid of? I go, what are you feeling guilty about? Yeah. I had no guilt. They had no fear. So it was kind of fascinating. But ditching the fear was a huge leap forward yeah. for me. Yeah, that's interesting. So yes, fear is, is a big one. And I know that everything you're doing today is helping you deal with all of that and moving forward. So thank you for sharing that. And now, any exciting new projects that you have in the making? Well, I just started my podcast, okay. and I'm very excited about it. And it's in two parts. Um, the first part is just me talking about health, because I want to share all this knowledge that I have gained in hopes that somebody will be interested enough to listen to the whole podcast. As I said, the last one was on organic versus GMOs versus conventional. I had no idea what a GMO was. Little did I know that there's terrible toxins in every GMO. The yep. second part of the podcast is called Tell Me Your Story, The Health Muse is In. And I'm talking to other women who got ill, but owned their own health and did lifestyle changes that were important so that they could come back to relative wellness. Mm. Um, the podcast that dropped today is with a woman who got terribly poisoned by glyphosate, which is Roundup, which mm. is sprayed on most of our conventional crops. Oh. And although she has not come back to a place where she's healthy, she has such incredible spirit mm. that her story is worth listening to because she's not going to let this get her down. Mm -hmm. And she has 
She should have died a couple of years ago, but she is not there. And she is plowing forward and trying to touch other lives so that they understand how dangerous this chemical is. Yes. And it lost a lawsuit last year, and there are now 85,000 lawsuits against Bayer, who bought Monsanto, who made Roundup. Mm. So It should but, be illegal. I don't know it why. Is, but the government still is saying that none of that is true, mm. even though they got the actual records from Monsanto that showed it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need, that's what, you need to own your own health. You need to dig into this stuff and know this for yourself. Right, right. It's important and your life depends on it. Yeah. So if there's any message, it's own your own health. Yep. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's so valuable. And where can people find you, Cheryl? Well, if you learn the base word, which is Cheryl with a C, M like Mary, health, Muse, M-U-S-E, then you go to .com and you go to my website, which is loaded with great information. Mm -hmm. You put at gmail.com and you can write to me. And if you have any questions, I'll answer you. I want you to be healthy. Um, So that's where, on Facebook, I'm Cheryl M. Health Muse. That's my main page. Although I also have a page for Feels Good to Feel Good, where I talk about toxins, which is the name of my first book. And then I have Feeling Good, Living Low Toxin as a private group on Facebook, Mm. which is the name of my second group. And it's ended up to be a wonderful group of women who want to support each other. Mm -hmm. And I started it right before we went into isolation. So it's been a real blessing for all of us. Yeah. Wow. And so, and then on Amazon, I'm Cheryl Meyer. I have an author page. Mm-hmm. And my publishing company is Heavenly Tree Press, which is a spiritual name given to my husband by a group he's involved with in Sedona, which mm. is a Dao Korean group that has a 150-acre retreat there. Mm. That's why we started to go there. And so he went on a quest, and they named him um, whatever that is in Korean. Yeah. And we have a favorite tree in Sedona that has a giant heart in the middle of it that we consider our heavenly tree so it made sense oh my gosh that's beautiful yeah oh yeah so your publishing company is just for your books only only for my books i don't really intend to publish anybody else's books except my husband if i would let him have four minutes to breathe would like to publish some books on his own oh there you go well, you've got, you've got the company to do it. So, so yeah. So, and now we know how to do it. Right, right. So sure that makes a big them, difference. I'm sure you keep them super busy. I do. <laughs> well, I have four final questions that are off okay. the beaten track um, sure. that I like to ask because we are here at the Epic Vision Zone. So if your life were an epic story, what would the title be? It feels good to feel good. There you go. There is no doubt. Until you feel good, you don't know that you're not feeling good. And once you feel good, you are not willing to give that up. I don't eat the American Standard Diet. I will never eat the American Standard Diet. A, because it makes my autoimmune disease flare, but it makes me feel lousy. Mm -hmm. And I am never going back there. So I I can tell. And why would you want to? No, no. (laughs) Exactly. You celebrate once you start feeling good. So what name would you give your character in your epic story? I don't know. Um, Something to do with health. 
I like to say that I'm amused because I want to inspire others to be healthy. So it would probably have something to do with that. Okay. Health news. Health news, yeah. I don't know Uh, that that would be a good fictional character, but. Hey, this is what I I want people to play. I want to take you out of reality because that's what happens. We get stuck in the reality. Yeah, we do. How would you characterize your epic life? Uh, My epic life, I'm living it. Mm. Um, I have two beautiful homes in two beautiful places that have magnificent nature. I can go from the ocean to the top of the mountains in one day if I want to in Los Angeles. I live right at the base of the San Gabriel Mountains, Mm. but I'm only an hour away from the beach, which is the other place that my soul gets rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. And then in Sedona, I just look out my kitchen window and the red rocks are to the left and there's this big, beautiful bluff right behind me. And someday there will be homes back there, but right now there aren't. Mm -hmm. And so I have a man who just wants me to be happy. It took me 65 years to find him, but hey, what a gift. Um, I am living an epic life right now and I feel good so that I can enjoy it. That's wonderful. And there's one final question. If you had an epic superpower, what would it be and why? Well, that's funny because when I go out to speak, sometimes I dress up as Wonder Woman. Oh, there you go. Because I want to be Wonder Woman because her two big nemesis were Dr. Poison and the Duke of Deception. So I've even been known to go out with the shield and the lasso and the crown and the cuffs and the whole thing. But I also have some Wonder Woman sunglasses that I wear sometimes because it gets their attention that although I'm being silly, I am dead serious. And if I had a superpower, I'd like all of her tools to work with all of the people deceiving us. But I don't. So what I do have is the ability to share the information. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. That is absolutely perfect. That's why I said I'm not normal. (laughs) Oh, you are. I think it's wonderful. I love that you have the imagination and you have the spirit and you found your passion for sure. And it just goes to show you that it's never too late to find it. No, it's not. You know, just, uh, I just spoke with another uh, wonderful speaker the other day and she said, just it's not over till it's over. Keep right. reinventing yourself, you know, because that's what keeps us young. So and whatever you want to do, just go do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Like you said, the fear might be there, but do something to deal with the fear or the guilt, like you said. Right. But yeah, absolutely. That was so, so much information and so valuable. And I think everyone needs to go and get her book to start with and check out her links because She is, uh, I believe, offering something special. Yeah, I'm offering, um, when I go out and speak, a lot of times people will approach me and say, I don't need this information. I'm healthy. And toxic load takes 20 years to Mm. build up. I had signs, my underarm deodorant was bothering me. My mascara was bothering me. I got rashes down half my body. I did not know that all of those things were signs of inflammation. Mm -hmm. So the handout that I'm offering to everybody are 20 signs you're not as healthy as you think you are. Mm. Because the sooner that you catch it and you change, the easier it is to come back to health. Mm. So don't let yourself wake up in bed one morning in horrific pain like I did. Mm -hmm. 
start to change now when you start to see that you're, and it starts with something as simple as looking in the mirror in the morning and noticing that you're all puffed up. Mm. I did not know. I had what I call good days and bad days, days when I thought I looked pretty and days when I looked icky. That's inflammation. Mm -hmm. And so if you have brain fog, there's all kinds of things that are signs right. that this is happening and you can change it. And the sooner you change it, the quicker you go back to full health. Right. So it, people can find that on your website. Correct? People can. I thought I sent you the link. If I didn't, I will send you the oh, link. I'm sure you did. I'll look for it. And okay. so it will be in Cheryl's bio at, at the bottom of the bio with her website and information on her books. So thank you so much, Cheryl, for coming on the show and sharing. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I, I could sit and l learn from you all day long, believe me. But thank you for sharing your health wisdom and inspiration with all of us and teaching us how important it is to live a happy and healthy life. And I'm now, Cheryl and I would love to hear from you. So go on over to my Facebook page and write a comment and tell us what your epic takeaway was from this conversation. Remember, this is where you imagine, create, and build a life and business doing what you love. Until next time, I'm Jane Applegath, and you're watching The Epic Vision Zone. Thank you.